Hey, I am so excited about you joining with us today because my wife Charlotte Gambill has a tremendous message for you. It's part two of a message called New Year, New Game. And together with my wife Charlotte, we are the senior pastors at Life Church. And it's exciting to see what God is doing in people's lives here. And as a result of that, we want to bring this whole new concept to you because Jesus Christ has a breakthrough for you as we kick off this new year together. So come on, let's get this started. I'm going to take you to Romans in the last 10 minutes. You know me, so help me Jesus, we'll get there. We're going to read Romans 4 verse 17 from the Message Bible, so don't worry about turning it up, because here's the account in the Message Bible of this situation and how it came about. And I'm going to read it if my Bible software will load up. This is why I don't use iPads, and I never use iPads when I preach. Got it. This is where it refers to the story, and here's a few steps I want you to know that you need to do if you're going to name your year. So let me just read from Romans 4 verse 17. It says this, after saying a lot of great stuff, by the way, before this, which you should read. It says this, we call Abraham father, not because he got God's attention by living like a saint. And everybody said few. Everybody said few. God will use us all. Okay, so let's just start the year with the right understanding. God will use you, he'll use me, he'll use you, he'll use anybody that is willing to follow him, to heed him, to listen him, to change for him, he'll use us all. So he didn't need him to live like a saint, he just needed him to obey the word. And my iPad has just switched off. Let's come back on. This is why I don't use iPads. See, you're trying to convince me in 2015 to go techno. This is the bad start for me. Okay, I'm trying. We call Abraham father, not because he got God's attention by living like a saint, but because God made something out of Abraham when he was a nobody. I love it. And he nobody's in here. God will make something out of us. Isn't that what, oh, it's just in it again. Isn't that, isn't that what we've always read in scripture? God saying to Abraham, I set you up as father of many peoples. Listen to this line. Abraham was first named father and then became a father. He was first named father and then he became a father. Now, we're gonna come back to this and read a couple more points to help us establish how we name our year. But the first point that I want you to take down, the first point I want you to know is that in order for you to start this year with a new name, you have to choose a name. Choose a name. Choose a name. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, so here's some name suggestions I have for you for your year. And I don't know where this finds you, but if 2014 was a year of strife, if 2014 was a year where you were stressed more than you were blessed, if 2014 was a year where you didn't sleep well, you had worries, you were anxious, where finances were tight, where things were, were, were stressing you out, maybe a good name for 2015 is peace. Now what do you mean by that? Do you mean peace is just gonna land on me? No, what I mean is you're gonna name your year. You're gonna decide, as for me, this year will be called Peace 2015. 
It will be peace 2015. Whatever happens, it will be peace 2015. Peace will be my byword. Peace will be my prayer life. Peace will be my attitude. Peace will be my outlook. It will be peace 2015, which I'll come on into moment means you're gonna have to change some things about your life, but you start by choosing the name. The first step is choose the name. Here's a name for some of you. Maybe a good name for 2015 will be consistent. 2015 is gonna be a consistent year for me. I'm gonna be consistent. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna gonna be the consistent person in my marriage, consistent with my children. I'm gonna be consistent in my giving, consistent in my serving. I'm gonna be consistent in my reading of the word. Maybe you're an inconsistent person, but you're naming this year what you, like Abraham, the name came first. He was named father before he became one. You name it. Maybe a good word for you would be happy. This is gonna be a happy year. It's gonna be happy 2015. You're gonna play that song till you can't stand to hear it anymore, happy. It's gonna be your theme tune. Maybe for you 2015, a good name would be sober. Maybe if you struggle with an addiction or with drink, you decide sober 2015, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get a clear head. I'm not gonna pick up the bottle. I'm not gonna be that way anymore. It causes me to be violent and aggressive. It's not good for me. It screws my thinking up. It's made me make, there's so many stupid decisions I made in 2013 that came because I got to the end of a bottle and lost my head. So I'm gonna be sober. I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it could be faithful. I'm gonna be faithful. There's a lot of people I let down in 2014, but I'm naming my year faithful. Fun, generous, blessed, brave, humble, prayer. It's gonna be a praying year. Servant, joy, compassion, committed. Maybe for some of you in here, serial daters, 2015 should be single. I'm gonna stop mucking girls around. I'm gonna stop mucking guys around. I'm gonna stop being a flirt. I'm just gonna be single for a whole year. It's gonna be good for me. It's gonna test my self-control. It's gonna be giving time to God instead of giving it chasing skirts. It's gonna be good for me. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm saying to you, pick a name. Pick a word that you feel in your heart when you pray with God and you commune with God because you need to because God helped him choose this name. Pick a word that you say, that's what I want this year to be. When I stand at the end of 2015, I wanna look back and all through it, see that word was woven in. It was what I named my year, it's what I saw for my year, it's what I changed the game with in 2015. Now, changing the name is not enough in itself. Because I could have peace as a fridge magnet and I can have peace on my bedroom side as a pretty sign and I can say peace and chant peace, but that will not make 2015 peace. You've got to do what Abraham did next. It says he was first called father and then he became a father. And then it says this, he became a father because he dared to trust God, to do what only God could do. Raise the dead to life with a word. Make something out of nothing. When everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway, deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw he could not do, but on what God said he would do. And so he was made a father of a multitude of people because God himself said to him, you are going to have a big family, Abraham. What Abraham did next was he began to become what he believed. Now, if I said to you in this room, what is the Elizabeth Tower? Does anybody know? There's like one hand. Now, if I was to say to you, the Elizabeth Tower is Big Ben. In 2012, the name was officially changed of Big Ben. 
In honor of the Queen and the Jubilee, the name of Big Ben became Elizabeth Tower. Now if you Google Big Ben, you will find it goes to Elizabeth Tower. That is the official name. My point is just changing the name changes nothing because not one of you had a clue. Or maybe one. We'd have a clue. Somebody somewhere in an office signed a piece of paper and said, let's change the name. It's now the Elizabeth Tower. But until you start to become what it is that you've said, then it's just a piece of paper. It's just the name on a form somewhere that somebody decided was cool, but not one person has a clue. And so forever on, we still call it Big Ben. It's Big Ben, it's Big Ben, it's Big Ben, because we weren't part of that decision and, we don't under, and we've not heard it called that. And you've got to become what you believe. And so if you're going to name your life this year, peace, if you're going to name it peace, guess what? You're going to have to start speaking differently. I mean, I mean, you're going to have to even lower your tone because peaceful people don't talk like this. I mean, you're going to have to become what you believe. You're going to have to stop handing out with stress heads. You're gonna have to change your company. If you want peace in 2015, you need to read scriptures on peace. You need to read books on peace. You need to go to Pilates or go to somewhere where you zen out, where there's tranquil music like Sem. Just hire Sem, play it, put him in your kitchen. You have to change some of the stuff you eat. Some of you are not peaceful because you're high on sugar. You're, you're a sugar rush waiting to happen. You drink Red Bull and then you want to be peaceful. Look, I'm being real. I'm, I'm totally being down to the wire with you because I believe God wants to help you name this year. But what you're gonna have to do is do what Abraham did, which was he became what he believed. He began to say, even though I have no children, I believe it anyway. I don't look at what I don't have, I look at what God does have. I stand on His Word, not on my words. And even my wife, I'm not gonna refer to her as her old name, but her new name, because we'll be in agreement about what it is we see. If peace is your word, then you're gonna have to change the music in your car. Get some worship music in your home. Pray prayers of peace over your family and blessing over your family and hang around peaceful people. If joy is your word, get rid of your miserable friend. Say, I love you, but I ain't coming and being a misery with you anymore. I can't do another year of tears. I can't do another year of depression. I don't want to talk about that person that makes you miserable and me miserable anymore. They're not belonging in my, I'm changing the game in 2015 because I'm changing the name. And from now on, I'm joyful. Oh, joyful, joyful, yes I am. And you'll annoy to death all the people that are miserable. They'll avoid you like the plague. They won't want to be around you or near you. They'll just be like, I don't know what's going on. But what you're doing is you're becoming what you believe. I think Abraham, when he knew he was called to be the father of many nations, would walk out of his tent and suddenly he would look at people differently, thinking, I, I, I probably have some responsibility towards you and your family. I think I'll go home and pray for those people who before meant nothing to me, but now I, I feel like I need to start behaving in the way I believe God is calling me to go. 
when I carried a baby in my womb. I didn't wait for the baby to arrive to become a mother. I changed what I ate because people said, don't eat that, you'll poison the baby and don't have that and don't do that and don't run and don't do this. And I read books that instructed me how to look after what I was incubating. So I was a mother before I was a mother. What was in me began to change me before it ever arrived. And this year you gotta name your year at the beginning and then you gotta change your behaviour now as if you're holding that very thing in your hand, as if you're holding peace already, as if you're holding joy already, as if you're holding self-control already, as if you're holding whatever your word is. I had this conversation with our children and actually today we have some friends over and they don't know it, but they're gonna be part of a naming ceremony. I'm gonna throw a dinner and we're gonna have a naming ceremony. We're gonna have a moment around a table today with our friends and with my kids and we're all gonna name our year. We're gonna write it down. I already gave my kids the heads up and bless him Noah this morning. I said to him, Noah, have you thought about it? And he said, yep. I won't tell you hopes because she's in the room, but Noah's in kids' church. He said, I'm naming my year self-control. He's eight. I need to stop losing my temper when I lose my game on Xbox. He's eight, that's reality for him. I need to put things away when you ask me to and I need to do it and not have a bad spirit. I need to not shout at my sister when she annoys me. I need to be careful with my words. I went, that's a good choice, Noah. This is gonna be a good year for you of self-control. You're gonna become what you believe and we're gonna help you. We're gonna write that word on the back of your door. And we're gonna pray it over our family. And when we took you in at night, we're gonna pray prayers of Lord, help him have more self-control. Why can't he become what he believes? But he starts with a name. Name your year. He went on to behave differently. Finally, uh, time's gone. But I'm so full of this, I, I think you probably can tell. If I said to you, Stefani, Joanna, Angelina Geramonta. Who is that? But if I was to say to you, Lady Gaga, you all have an image in your head. She changed her name because the other one sucked to do what she wanted to do. And she became completely Gaga. I don't know what you call a person that dresses in meat, but that's pretty Gaga. She behaved, she still, she still got that name probably on a birth certificate, Stefani, Joanna, Angelina, Gemota. But to her, she's become Lady Gaga. What do you wanna become? Father of many nations has to get up because <laughs> there's a lot of kids. Father of many nations needs to get on his knees and pray, God help me lead these people. Father of many nations has to begin to stock up in his life what those many nations will need. You begin to change because of what you're named. And it says this, finally, it says in verse 19, Abraham didn't focus on his own impotence. And he didn't say, this is hopeless. This hundred year old body could never father a child. Nor did he survey Sarah's decades of infertility and give up. Listen to this, he didn't tiptoe around God's promise asking cautiously skeptical questions. 
No, he plunged into the promise and he came up strong, ready for God, sure that God would make good on what he had said. That's why it is said that Abraham was declared fit before God by trusting God to set him right. But it's not just Abraham, it's also us. The same thing gets said about us when we embrace and believe the one who brought Jesus to life. When the conditions were equally hopeless, the sacrifice Jesus made us fit for God and set us right with God. My final thing I wanna say to you is, you name your year, you become what you believe and you feed your future. Feed your future, plunge yourself into the promise. Saturate yourself in the Word. He says, he did not look at his own impotence. And he did not survey Sarah's history. There's some things in 2014 you need to not look at. And there's certainly some things you shouldn't survey because they're not gonna help you become what you're believing to become. Feed your future. Tomorrow I begin a juice diet. It's that time of year where I need to correct what I have done to myself. And so last night at nine o'clock at night, I found myself in Sainsbury's, probably the only person in there, loading up a trolley of green stuff, stuff I've not touched all Christmas. In went the kale and in went the spinach and in went the courgette and in went the cucumber and in went the fennel and in went the herbs. And I reluctantly pushed the trolley to the checkout to pay for my trolley of greenness. But you know why? I need to feed my future. If I'm gonna start juicing on Monday, I need to have more than popcorn in my cupboard. I need to put things in my cupboard that I can actually juice with. So you need to put in your cupboard what's gonna feed your future. Put in your cupboard people that'll stand alongside you. Put in your cupboard people who believe with you, pray with you, stand with you, get behind you. Put people in your cupboard. Put Scripture in your cupboard, put it on your walls. Feed your future. Changing the name of this year could change the game for you. Now, I want us to do it individually. I urge you to take some time today, tomorrow. I urge you to get your kids involved. Ask your kids to pick a name. You might be surprised what they come up with. Maybe they're gonna come up with, I'd like peace. And you're gonna realise you've put them through a year of stress. Maybe they're gonna put fun because it's a long time since they heard you laugh. And as you write those things down, I urge you to take a moment to pray. Say, God, we're naming it. And now we're gonna start to become it. And then it's gonna be a process. It's a process to get from hungover to sober. It's a process to get from high to clean, but it can happen but you're gonna have to become what you believe. It's a process to go from angry to calm, loose-lipped gossip to not speaking of others that way. It's a process. But God is in you and God is with you. Hey, as we bring our time together to a close, I hope you're ready now to start your New year and new game. Declare, what do you want your new year to be called? You know, here at Live Church across all of our campuses, so many great names are coming forward. Some people are calling their life commitment or selfless or self-control or 
It's the year where we're gonna be addiction free. Whatever your need is, name your year, think about it, and then pray and then declare it. Go into 2015, not like it's gonna be a repeat of last year, but a brand new year. And we are praying for you. We are praying that this would be your year of breakthrough. And if you wanna drop us a line or an email to let us know what your specific prayer requests are, go ahead and do that. You can email us at hello at livechurchhome.com. We would love to hear from you. LEAD is our leadership training event. We want to help others build God's house in local communities, the nation and beyond. It's taking place on the 10th of March at 10 a.m. and we are so looking forward to have our great friend Jeremy DeWert with us all the way from Rockford First, Illinois. It's a great opportunity for those who share this same passion to come together for training and encouragement. Visit our website for more info and to book in.